0: Well, hello, everyone, and you join us here today because stop the presses. Something crazy has happened, Tom. Do you remember the Piaget Ultiplano Ultimate Concept, the thinnest watch in the world?
1: I do remember that, yes. Piaget and Bulgari, I think, at the minute, are fighting it out for the the thinnest timepiece around.
0: Yeah, the Piaget beaten by the Bulgari uh, with an incredible 1.8mm in thickness. You remember they did some pretty clever stuff to try and rearrange how a watch works in order to get that thickness. Yep. Well, they didn't hold on to that record for very long. <laughs> because steaming all over their fun is Richard meal here with the brand new RMUP01. What do you make of it? It's probably one of the the last watchmakers I would think of as
1: who would throw their hat into the ring for thinnest timepiece. Um, and it's certainly a far cry from their usual output, isn't it? When I think of Richard Mill, I think of big, bulky tono shaped cases, sporty, anti-shock, mechanical storm inside. And um, the, one of my, the things I really like about reshot Mill is those big sort of battens that they have going through the side of the case to bolt it all together. Yeah. So um, presumably they're not here on this.
0: <laughs> well, they, they they kind of sort of are. It's very interesting. But to quote the words of the great orator Gwen Stefani, this thing is B A N A. N.A.S. Yeah. Let's get into some of what's going on here. Now, this is a collaboration with Ferrari, um, which you may have noticed by the large prancing horse badge that seems to be probably the most dominant thing on the whole watch. Mm. Um, You get a very interesting case solution here. I don't know if you recall, but both the Bulgari and the Piaget used a system whereby the case back was also the base plate for the movement. A good idea to reduce thickness. Ah, yes. Here we don't have that. Here we've gone back to, surprisingly, a very traditional setup where you have a case back with a movement sat into it. Now, the case back is monoblock with the case sides as well. And then you have a little layer added onto the top, like a little flap. And that thing is bolted through with those uh, Richard Mill big chunky screws, all in grade 5 titanium. So, what do you think about that?
1: That's very impressive. To my mind, when I see the case side, I kind of feel like it looks a bit like a chocolate coin where you could (laughs) um, peel these two sort of very
0: thin sheet metal trays apart and the movement would, you'd find it inside.
1: Yeah. Is it much like that? Well,
0: I don't know. Do, do you think the watchmakers, uh, when they when it comes to service time, they get great satisfaction from not crumpling it as they take it apart and reassembling it?
1: And they can put it back together and hand it to a friend and say, here you go, and then they realise it's empty. Oh.
0: <laughs> no chocolate for you. <laughs> great larks. I think it's a little bit more like a yoghurt pot lid in the sense that you've got the back and the sides as one piece and then the lid... The what would be the bezel, but it's probably more bezel than crystal here, sits on top. So more right. more petty faloo and less Christmas coin. Okay, now you're talking my language. <laughs> um but it is a very big yogurt pot at fifty-one millimeters across and thirty-nine millimeters wide. So it has that Richard Meal shape, but I think what they've done is, is, is this is actually rather than a collaboration with Ferrari, this is a collaboration with the Hydraulic Press channel. Because <laughs> they've put one in and smushed it wide and very thin. Yeah. A lot of these thin timepieces do
1: resemble having been run over, and this more than anything, I think, just because, I don't know, there's no, it, it seems like there's quite a lot of flatness on the dial. There's not much going on in the
0: way of depth at all. Yeah, I'm getting Acme steamroller vibes for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, but funnily enough, it still gets 10 metres of water resistance. The reason they have created the uh, case and movement in a traditional way is to aid water resistance. It's only... Ten meters, so splash-proof at best. But a resharbed mill has always been about usability and not delicacy, and we'll get into a little bit more about that later. But you might be wondering, Tom, how on earth does this thing work? Because it doesn't look very much like a watch. Hmm. Uh, so let's go through some of the windows that you can see in the front. Top right, you probably recognise that, that's that's the balance wheel, nice little window to be able to see it. That's a nice bit, yeah. Yeah. Top marks for that, that's a good start. We can see that it is mechanically powered, which makes this thing incredibly impressive. Move across to the middle and you have the time. Um, to save a little bit of space, they don't have an hour and a minute hand, they have an hour disc and a minute wheel. You'll see it's got three spokes to support it. I expect it's very thin and, and needs that that stability. Yeah quite good though
1: yeah yeah looking very ferrari dashboard dial-esque yeah my favorite thing about it as well is obviously no applied markers because that's unnecessary thickness so you've got print around the outside of the dial and you've got 12 3 6 and 9 and then you've just got dashes to to denote the other hours in between um except when you get up to 11 (laughs) and you still get an 11 there so (laughs) 11 gets
0: gets its own one yeah and uh and and two if you're roman so (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's all over the place. (laughs) Very, very indecisive. Perhaps it's reminiscent of Ferrari's uh, strategy practices in F1. Oh, Oh, sick burn. Um, I don't follow the motoring, but that felt like a burn to me. I think it was. I'm going to get a finger wagged at me by Mattia Benotto if I'm not careful. Oh, dear. So again, very impressively, Richard Mill has gone back to traditional where Bulgari separated the hours and the minutes... Richard Mille has the hours and minutes on top of each other, like a traditional watch, which is... Very, very impressive. Since the Bulgari separated them in order to achieve its record-breaking, former record-breaking 1.8 millimeters of thickness.
1: Is this more in keeping with Piaget's traditional one-crown winding type thing?
0: No. <laughs> oh, it's it's at this point we very much break from tradition because where right where Piaget was very keen to keep the winding and setting all under the steam of one crown, Yes, Bulgari separated those two things and inverted the axes of them in order to save space. And the same is kind of true here. If you look top left, you'll see a crown selector disc where you can change between W, winding mode, and H, hand setting mode. If you set it to W, the wheel uh, down in the bottom left, you can turn clockwise to wind the watch. If you set the top left wheel to H, then you can use the wheel bottom left to set the hours. It, oh, it says hours. I'm sure you can set the minutes as well. That would be ridiculous if you couldn't, but you will um, then be able to set the time with that particular wheel. Um, interesting that what they do here is they kind of sort of separate out the keyless works, which is the winding and the motion works setting into those two different functions. Not seen that before. If I recall, I think the Bulgari had setting the hours and minutes on one side and winding on the other and and split them out in that way.
1: So uh, it doesn't look like it's something you could just do with your fingertips to adjust these settings. It looks like you need a tool for it.
0: Yes. Now, I've not seen any mention of this, but you've kind of got an inverted version of the traditional spline screw, which suggests there is a spline tool that you will need to wind and set this watch. It's not an automatic watch, so you will need it every time you use it, which kind of poses a little bit of an issue if you want to take it on holiday or anything like that.
1: Yeah, maybe you could have it on the end of a piece of string and then tape it to the watch with a bit of sticky tape. <laughs> a little chain like a bank pen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or, looking at it, it looks a little bit like the sprockets you would have on the wheels of a cassette tape. So I wonder <laughs> if you could just use a pencil to do it,
0: like you would re-spool a cassette tape back in the 80s. Wow, do you know what? It's become. It's gone from modern forward thinking to properly retro for me now yeah oh the orientation of those two things it really does look like a cassette tape doesn't it yeah so they've also actually added to further aid that water resistance there is a ceramic uh, insert that goes around the two crown pieces oh nice um but i was but i was thinking because it needs the tool i guess you can't refer to it anymore as the keyless works because it needs a key yeah very 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 traditional how pocket watches used to be before Patek Philippe um, introduced the winding crown. So, this whole thing runs on the caliber RMUP01, which is made by odomar Piguet. Odemar Piguet have done a few of the very high end calibers for Richard Mill uh, with their high end concept caliber division Renault et papi Usually, if you can think of a zany movement, it has probably come from them. They're Pretty nuts. So, yeah, some awesome specs on this thing. Never mind the watch itself, which we haven't actually got to this, the the final thickness for. The movement itself is one point one eight millimeters thick, two point eight two grams. That's it. But it still gets a forty five hour power reserve at a twenty eight thousand eight hundred beat, which is like pretty decent considering the size. Yeah, and one of the reasons they gave it the faster beat because of the practicality of the stability. A faster beat gives you that stability when you are. Out and about, actioning, and all that kind of business. And it even has resistance up to 5000G, although I'm not sure I'd want to be testing it.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Maybe it's because there's nowhere for the pieces to go. They're all squished in, so they can't really (laughs) rattle around
0: or dislodge or anything. It's basically two dimensional at this point, isn't it? It It's just a drawing on a piece of paper. Yeah. I I do wonder if, in calling it the UP01, they are suggesting that they are one-upping Bulgari. Perhaps it's a little watchmaker dig, because if we get to the actual thickness... drum roll, please. The Bulgari was 1.8 millimetres thick. This has beaten it at 1.75 millimetres thick. (laughs) That's extraordinary. That is an exceptionally small difference and one that you could potentially argue over if your rule wasn't quite accurate enough. But fair play to them. Uh, I love all this sort of stuff. I really love them pushing the boundaries. I I love their technical solutions and I I want to see so much more of this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. One little fly in the ointment. um, Oh, 150 pieces, so...
1: Right, yeah, limited. I was expecting
0: as much, to be honest. Yeah. Do you care to hazard a guess as to what the price might be? Oh, goodness me. Um, there's not very much of it, so well, you don't have to... There's
1: not much of it, yeah, so... Um, oh, I don't know. I guess £100,000.
0: Try $1.75 million. <laughs> oh, Oh what a fool I was. <laughs> <laughs> Put your wallet away. Your money is no good here. <laughs> oh dear. So that is a million bucks per millimeter. So um Yeah. So there you have it. If you have $1.75 million and you're looking to buy something with a Ferrari badge, instead of buying, say, four or five Ferraris, you could buy this one Ferrari collaboration, Richard Mill RM UP. At 1.75mm thick, it is now the thinnest watch in the entire world. Until Bulgari finds another 005 millimeters. Don't forget Piaget. Don't forget Piaget. The OG, as they say in um, trendy circles. We're still rooting for you. Hopefully they've got something cool coming up as well. Uh, awesome watch. Uh, great to see it. Thank you so much, Richard Mill, for pushing those boundaries. And really good to see you doing stuff that isn't just a big Bright and shiny. Yeah. We will see you next time. Thank you so much. Please do like, subscribe, and all of that sort of stuff. We'll see you again. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.